Hello, honey, and welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma, and we're just two gals looking for a good lay. Aren't we all? (laughs) But when it comes to sex, we're just as lost as you and have no idea what we're doing. Luckily, we will stop at nothing to get the answers we need. Cue our expert guests. We're ready to overshare and ask all the embarrassing questions so you don't have to. By the end of every episode, you will be dripping in actionable steps and ready to take on the damn world. Or at least take it from behind. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, honey. How How do you do you? go and go i'm so sweaty right now i'm sweaty too like this gray sweatshirt is not doing me any favors i'm sweaty in the bad parts i'm sweaty (laughs) in my butt (laughs) as well yeah here that's for youtube (laughs) that's for youtube alone and if you want to know what that is you go to youtube and you subscribe you subscribe because i'm not going to tell anyone right now but there Uh, you go can we talk about bad things yeah that's like my favorite thing to do, I was surprisingly. doing my eyebrows, and I looked on the side of my chin, and there was long hair attached <laughs> to my face, and I thought it was just something I would sweep away. Oh. But it was attached to my face, and my first thought was, I hate Emma, and I hate Jurgen because neither of them told me it was there, what? because it was too long. It was too long. <laughs> As in, like it had lived on your face for a yeah. while, and I nobody swear told to me. God, I never saw it. Okay, you have a lot of hair. Maybe I just saw it, but thought it was your hair or something. That's really some rude. I have a lot of hair on my face. <laughs> you have a full beard, yeah. so it's hard for me to tell which ones you don't want, which ones new, and which ones old. I'm sorry. Oh my god, that's so Such funny. It's okay. It's I know okay. it's fine. I have I took um, care of it. I took I took care I of it. I burned it off. <laughs> Just took I a lighter. Held a lighter. <laughs> like rope when you have to solder off the edges. Exactly. I did that, that with bitch my isn't coming back. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh my god. Well, I have two things on that. Mm-hmm. First of all, I shaved my mustache. Yeah, doesn't everybody? Well, I'm just saying, it's like it's normal to have face hair. Yeah, I got mine waxed today. The other day. Not today, yesterday. Yeah. Oh, it looks good. Doesn't it? She I did a get fabulous job. She didn't. I don't. I think she accidentally didn't charge me for it, too, because she just charged me for really? my brows. Yeah. So oh, highly no. recommend I that. I should go get my lip waxed, actually. That's it a was good really idea. good. But I d- tried to do it a month before, and I went to this other place just because it was closer to my house. And I'm like, this will just be easier. I literally came back with a full mustache. I feel like I left with more hair <laughs> than I went with, really? which is so annoying. Yeah. Oh, God. See, how does it grow back when you wax? I've never waxed my lip. Less, I guess. Like okay. thinner. Okay. I better, use like I the face shaver. Like the, the, the tinkle ones. Uh, like the, uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of a shaving brand, but yeah. <laughs> Brawn. <laughs> like Gillette. <laughs> yeah. Like Gillette. Like Gillette. (laughs) And also, my second thing is that I have so much gray hair right now. Like, I thought... can't tell because you have, like... I have a cap on. I wear a cap on. I meant because of the color of your hair. But But you should be able to tell more because I literally go to the bathroom and I see silver hair sticking straight up. And my hairstylist says that it's from stress when it sticks straight up. Oh. So I'm just sprouting stress from my head. Stressed, <laughs> but uh, but at least your stress grows something. Yeah, at least it's productive. <laughs> I think mine withers. It things. deteriorates your yeah. body. I think mine's eating me alive. My, mine is like trying to start new life. It's like, come on, come on, come bitch. Because like sometimes the gray will grow out into brown, mm. but it'll start gray. I, Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't. I don't mm. know what you're talking about. I think it's just I don't think light that was science. Colored. Nope. You are like blondish. Mm. Well, I'm brunette by right fake, now. By yeah, fake. you're brunette by, right now. by choice. But I'm like dirty. I guess I'm dirty blonde, but I never grow blonde hair. Is this super interesting to everyone? <laughs> I'm fascinated by it. I I don't know. I always assume your hair's blonde. I see you as a blonde, and you can't get me I know. out. I can't. Which is funny because I've been brown for like seven months now. I know. But I also see myself as a blonde. 
you just—I can't help what you are at heart. Blonde energy. Yeah, I don't know what that means. It reminds me of like a golden retriever energy. And I don't know. <laughs> you why. don't have golden retriever energy. I would be the laziest, sassiest, meanest golden retriever. I have a golden retriever with a Scorpio zodiac sign, <laughs> with a Scorpio sun, yeah. and let me tell you, that is not a nice that bitch. That is a not a nice bitch. <laughs> Remember earlier today when I spit into your mouth? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to spit into my mouth. And you know what's sad for me? That wasn't the first time today somebody spit on my mouth on accident. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to our guest today. <laughs> Just kidding. I won't leave you hanging. It was Jurgen. Jurgen okay. spit on my face. But it was like a lot because he was really excited. When Nope, it wasn't. He was talking and he was really excited explaining something to me. And this was like a pocket of spit. Ew! Like when like, your cheek pocket. Yeah, it that? landed right in my nose crease, <laughs> which is like so Ew. mean. And he just kept talking. And I'm like, you just loogied on my face. <laughs> he kept talking <laughs> like he didn't <laughs> spat at you. You know, like he hadn't just <laughs> on my fucking nose ring. Oh my god, um, that's so disgusting. Yeah, but I know that's and what you're wall. into. So a little bit. Not always, but sometimes. Not with your good. Not with your good. <laughs> Fuck no. Okay, let's talk about things we are into, which is our guest dick. today. Oh, dick. All about that dick. All about that dick. Uh, today we have on the beautiful, the amazing, the superstar, the Tayomi Morgan. Ah, God, one of our favorite people to walk this planet Earth. Oh, my God. If you haven't listened to our cowgirl episode, you're a dirty old bitch. You're a dirty old bitch. Dirty old bitch and get out. Just yeah. kidding. Just go listen to it. Um, and today we're talking about what, Em? We're talking about the stroke. The stroke. The act of the stroke mid-sex. So what does that mean? Who's in charge of it? Mm -hmm. Which... You'll get your answer. The in and the out. We're talking about the, Literally. the penetration. Does size matter? Mm -hmm. How All. to queef. How <laughs> to queef, which is a power fucking move. Mm -hmm. And we should all know how to queef. But also we talk about the stroke with things like dildos. Mm -hmm. We also talk about stroke in a butt. Yeah. So there's lots of different types of strokes and how to stroke it. This is for everyone. This is... <laughs> This is for everyone. Every time we explain the episode more and more, it's because we're trying to tell you, <laughs> listen, it's for listen. everyone. You're going to love it. Also, you're going to love her outfit. Ah, So fucking cool. Yeah. So see her on YouTube. See her on YouTube. Itch. And um, here you go. I guess listen to her now because yep. you should. All right. See you on the other side. Well, my name is Tayomi Morgan. I go by Glamazon Tayomi on the internet. And I am a multi-hyphenate in the sex space. I like to describe myself as an intimate movement coach or an intimate movement specialist, pleasure coach, sex blogger and writer, and just, you know, people's best friends and mom and sister and their heads. And I have been working in the field of sex education for 10 plus years. So I'm pretty much an OG vet in this thing. And um, I started in 2011 with my blog site, Glamorotica101.com and its YouTube channel. And ever since, things have really blown up to the point where now I'm serving as the resident sex expert and seminar coordinator for the Exotica Expo, the largest adult event dedicated to love and sex in the United States. I've been serving as their seminar coordinator since 2017. This is my, I believe, sixth or seventh year working with them um, in that role, but it's my 10th year teaching on Exotica's platform. And uh, yeah, I also recently stepped into the role as an intimacy coordinator for film and television. So I pretty much anything sex and relationships related or intimacy related, I am your girl. I'm also an authentic Tantra practitioner. So if you're a person that's into Tantra or wanting to work with your sexual energy and learn how to have deeper connections with your pleasure and your partner's pleasure, I'm the coach for you. So <laughs> pretty much a little spiel. Yes. <laughs> oh, and the creator of the cowgirl workout. You know, I'm just wearing this hat for it for no reason. Yeah. Creator of the cowgirl workout, the only holistic fitness program dedicated to helping people with vaginas and those that identify as women to feel more confident in their bodies, to take control of their pleasure in the bedroom. So yeah. 
My goodness. Well, we also call you one of our best friends. So yes, you you do hold that title. And we just had Shay Alexander on, who was at the Exotica um, last week in Chicago. Yes. So we had you on to talk about cowgirl before. And so after we did that, my partner, who has penis, took your Stroke 101 course and loved it. And ever since then, we've wanted to talk to you about strokes. So that's what we want to talk about today. And so I'm wondering if you can start us off with like a little definition of what that even is. Because I think when I originally saw the course, I was like, I don't I don't know what a stroke is, I can assume. <laughs> but could you just give like an overall definition? <laughs> Absolutely. So stroking is literally like the physical act that makes up penetrative sex. I mean, granted, you know, stroking can also be a part of oral sex, you know, stroking of the tongue, but strokes are literally the baseline uh, delivery of pleasure when penetrative sex is concerned, whether it is like fellatio or um, vaginal sex or anal sex. And it's interesting because of all the things that are taught, it seems like stroke is one of those things that we just assume people are supposed to know, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't. And then what ends up happening is you go to porn and you watch a bunch of porn and you study their moves and you're like, okay, this is how to do it. And then you apply it in real life with real partners. And then you find out like, oh, wait a minute. I don't think that actually works for my partner. And so it's kind of like, this experimental song and dance that some people have fun with, others feel very frustrated with. And um, it's something that I specialize in because I really enjoy it. I love it. And if I'm teaching people with vaginas how to stroke, which is how to ride, then people with penises need to know how to meet that stroke and how to also stroke with intention and direction. Because like mm -hmm. in porn... It's just like, sometimes mm -hmm. it just seems like a hard slamming of bodies, just a straight in and out, you know what I mean? Okay. And um, that's not always pleasurable. Yeah. So <laughs> I was just going to ask, who is in charge of the stroke? But you're saying both partners can be? Like, that's not just one person mm -hmm. with a penis would be in charge of the stroke or vice versa? Exactly. And it really depends on the dynamic. So, you know, the person with the penis traditionally and like heteronormative, um, situations or just in general like if the person with the penis is the top even if it's in the same sex relationship you know that person is expected to deliver the majority of the strokes okay specifically in heteronormative situations people with vaginas it's like you know we're only expected to get up there for a few minutes because traditionally most of us are either tired or it's very uncomfortable being up there so it really depends on the dynamic. If the person with the penis wants to be the more passive partner or the person on the bottom, then the person with the vagina would be in charge of the stroking. And it's like a cool like power shift because whoever is in charge of the stroke gets to determine the length of time that you stay in any position, gets to determine the depth, the speed, and um, pretty much like the duration of like what kind of position you stay in. And I don't think that... Um, I think that men don't really bring up the their like discomfort around being the one that has to deliver most of the power, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting because when we think about like female pleasure and how it's not really prioritized, it's like in heteronormative situations, we don't ever truly complain about the guy having to put in most of the work until, until we're not having orgasms. Uh -huh. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute you're trash at this. And it's like, well, maybe I'm not trash at this. Maybe I just need some assistance in knowing how to stroke. Mm -hmm. So at baseline, it's like, if you have a good stroke, you can literally be in any position in on any piece of furniture or whatever. And it's going to be a great time. If the stroke is trash, can't guarantee that it's going to be a great time yeah. for both partners. Cause you could know all the positions in the, book or world <laughs> and if you still don't know how to move in them then it's trash absolutely and I think like 
as we've gotten more into like the sex education space, we've learned like, oh, and obviously this brain's true, but like penetrative sex isn't the only kind of sex. Like there's so many other types of sex to have, but it's like at the same time, I want penetrative sex to feel really good. Like I don't want to give that up and just say, no, nope, right. that's not for my pleasure. That's mm-hmm. just for penis owners. Like I think penetrative sex can be really pleasurable. And so I want to learn yeah. how it can be. And it's almost like we get... I don't know, this like road of like, no, it's bad. And then it's like, wait, maybe it doesn't have to be <laughs> if we just yeah. learned. No, exactly. I miss it. <laughs> I miss it a lot. <laughs> Listen, as vagina owners, like we have so many erogenous zones internally that, you know, once our, our, erection, once our erection is full, like we can feel everything. And that's the issue in which I think why so many people with vaginas are like, eh, penetration, just give me 10 minutes and I'm done. Mm-hmm specifically because they're not as aroused as they need to be to be able to feel the engorgement of the internal clitoris and to feel the pleasure that comes with the pressure of the penis against the vaginal wall, pressing against the inner, um, the internal vagina and our other erogenous zones there. And so, especially if like the person with the penis is just hyper-focused on their own pleasure, which I'm going to say this, it may be an unpopular opinion, but it's not a bad thing for them to be focused on their pleasure because really when two people are having sex, it's like you both are partners in each other, in each other's pleasure, but it's your, your solo responsibility to be responsible for your own pleasure because your partner could be, have, could have all the moves, could be doing all the things and you're still not having a good time because you're either not connected to your body, you're not relaxed or you're just not present. And so, you know, it's like we do want men to focus on our pleasure just as much as we want to focus on our pleasure. But if they're doing everything and we're not showing up, Mm -hmm. then there's nothing they can really do to make us feel good. And so, you know, penetration can feel really amazing. I'm with you. I'm like, I don't want to just like throw it away and be like, well, you know, we can do all the other things. Yes, we can. And they feel really Mm -hmm. great. I mean, I am, I am a kinky bitch. I love kink. (laughs) And that it's, that's just as satisfying as penetration, but um, penetration, penetration is just a completely different vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's, it's accessing parts of your body. And even like with reflexology, sexual reflexology, like you're hitting pressure points and you're connecting with your partner in a way that doesn't connect with, without the penetration. Not that the connection without penetration um, isn't just as good. It's just different, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And just as like a clarifying point, so any of the things that we're going to go over, any of the types of strokes, they can be done with like a strap on as well. Absolutely. And that's why I like when it comes to the stroke class, I always say penis owners, because you could own a penis and it'd be something that you bought, Mm -hmm. you know, or you could be born with it. And so people who um, use strap bonds with their partners primarily, or even those who like are into pegging professionally, knowing how to stroke is important because you just don't want to feel something just going in and out Mm -mm. without any idea of like where to press and how to press and then reading your partner's body language. Like that's a major key to stroking, whether you are a vagina owner or a penis owner. So yeah, this can be applied to any person that owns a penis, no matter if you're born with it or if you bought it from the store. Yes. And so let's go on to more keys of the stroke. So like, being in yeah. tune with your body, but also what are other important things to know and to factor into the stroke? So when you have a penis, it's literally an attachment to your body and it's almost like an antenna. So I want people to understand that it is intelligent. I mean, these are living live tissues and it's very responsive to what your, what's happening in your brain and very responsive to what's happening in your environment, which includes your partner. And so being aware of the fact that your member is going to be extremely sensitive to whatever is happening is a major key. And then remembering that it's not just for pushing in and out. It's also for seeking and exploring. So you get to explore different areas of the anus, if you're going there, or the vagina. And the vagina, like, Everybody wants to go deep all the time. I get it. There's like hella erogenous zones at the end of the vaginal canal, right? But the, but the very beginning is super juicy as well. But it gets 
it doesn't get as much love because people kind of just brush past shallow penetration and I'm like, yo, <laughs> don't do that. Just the tip is a joke, but it's also real. <laughs> That's, there, there is literally a gif out there or gif, however you say it, of me saying just the tip um, <laughs> because I gave this advice before on another show. It was um, for, uh, I think, Madame Noir or something, but just the tip is such a such a great tip, you know, no pun intended, but the way the penis is designed is interesting because like there's a little ridge around the head, right? Mm -hmm. And what I've learned from my studies is that it's designed that way to pull moisture down mm -hmm. out of the vagina. And so at the very opening of the vagina, you have the Bartholin glands and those glands produce lubrication to help keep the enteritis or the opening of the vagina moist and lubricated. So if you use just the head to like penetrate the first inch and a half, two inches of the vagina, you're, you're stimulating the G spot area and you're also stimulating those glands and you can get things really wet and moist. And so um, just knowing what different parts of the penis can do and then just be having a direction with it instead of just like going straight in and out, realizing that you can literally hit different zones and massage those zones. And then whatever little shift of the body you create, whether it's with your body or your partner's body, it's going to produce a different result. So just being conscious with the stroke, instead of just being like, let me just get to the bottom <laughs> and just bust the nut really quick. It's like, no, no, you can do the pocket pussy for that. My cervix. <laughs> exactly. I want to get into all of those things in more depth. So my first question uh -huh. is, yep. oh, of course. Yeah, I'm trying to go deep. I love it. Um, <laughs> so if you're not going deep and you are just using the tip and you're going in like an inch, an inch and a half, like what are you doing when you're in there? Like, you know what I mean? Because all I can really picture is like in and out. just Like a but, pop socket. Like yeah, but like just a little bit. But like can you do – like what are you doing? <laughs> I don't even know the right it's question to ask. It's a short stroke. Okay. So literally, so there's different lengths of strokes and mm -hmm. speeds. So there's a short stroke, which is going to be that shallow stroke. It's going to be kind of quick, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to pull the head all the way out. So the head is going to stay in and come out a few centimeters. So it's just quick little shallow strokes there, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you go ahead to the middle of the vagina or the orifice, then you're going a little deeper. And so those are going to be like mid strokes. Okay. And so sometimes at least like what I've experienced um, in my lived experience with being stroked. <laughs> <laughs> the only type of experience I want to hear about, to be honest. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, I think they forget sometimes that when they pull out, they have to re-enter. And when it's dark and when you can't see, you can miss the mark so easily, mm -hmm. especially if, you know, the vagina has a thicker set of lips right? Mm. Covering the opening, which can get dragged in to things, to the, yeah. to the orifice, if you don't like spread the lips before going in. And so it's the most uncomfortable thing when you have a fat pussy and your lips are being dragged by this penis. It's like, wait a minute, let's add some more lube. We'll just move the lips out of the way first. Mm -hmm. so, it is so, so uncomfortable. Like I haven't had the experience of like it being fully dragged in or anything but like being pinched if like i'm not completely like yes spread well like really wet you know <laughs> and it's still a little bit dry and yes. you're like oh my god ow <laughs> yeah and it's like the vagina may be wet but the wetness hasn't traveled to the outside of the lips mm -hmm. so it's like you gotta pull them apart and it's like ooh, surprise <laughs> it's moist in there <laughs> you know and like, <laughs> but yeah and in the two like you can do a straight stroke or you can do a curved stroke or you can do like a circle. And with, with the short strokes, it's um, the movements are going to be like micro movement. So it's not going to be extremely exaggerated, but just a, mo a motion in the hips that just directs the penis to hit different parts or different areas of the vagina. And so I think if, if more penis owners understood that and took their time, that sex, uh, penetrative sex can be a lot more pleasurable. Instead of it feeling like this rushed thing, mm -hmm. it's almost like they're rushing to get inside because they're afraid they're going to lose their erection or something. You know, it's mm -hmm. like the pussy isn't going anywhere. It's like right here. <laughs> it's not going to run away. 
just exactly take your damn unless, time unless the person who owns it literally physically mm-hmm. gets up and runs off you know which mm-hmm, would be exactly very awkward and probably something to talk about later on but yes. <laughs> that's a different story so you're saying the motion <laughs> the motion of the stroke is coming from the hips that's how to mm-hmm. get the difference in like doing the dip or making a circle like that's they need to exactly loosen so does that yes. mean that they need to practice like outside of a Absolutely. vagina or a butt <laughs> or a butt yes because you know it's just like with teaching women how to do the same thing you know i have them practice over and over and over again and it's some of the same moves except um with people with penises they're in like different positioning mm-hmm. um mostly on knees and like kind of like hovered over or whatever. And so practicing outside of the bedroom helps because like most, you know, cis hat men, they're not out here like rolling their pelvises and like <laughs> doing pelvic floor work. Okay. Because someone... I hate to see that at like Gymboree <laughs> class or something. <laughs> exactly. Just like popping dick, you know? Like that's just... <laughs> Maybe in my adult gymnastics, that's what we're learning. Oh my God. <laughs> Teach a teach a <laughs> pelvic roll course at your adult gymnastics, which Cass is taking Seriously. next week. It's funny because I've always thought like, what if this class was at the Equinox? Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> what would what would that look like? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in it doesn't it doesn't have to be practice in public. You know, it can be practice at home in the privacy of your home in the bathroom or just like in front of a mirror. But ten minutes, okay, ten minutes of just some hip hip rotations, like some circles left and right, some undulations forward and backwards, some pop-ups and some throw-downs just to activate the, the hips and to get blood flowing to that area as well and to get them used to that, that motion. Otherwise, the stroke is literally going to be powered by an entire body just kind of like moving and slamming into the body. Instead of, and then with, with that, it's like only one direction, bottom, you know, (laughs) it's no no shallow, it's no mid stroke. It's just like bottom of the pussy and that's it. And it's like, you do have something else. (laughs) We have more more in those hips. (laughs) Mother's day is around the corner. And whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, Celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O-S-E-A malibu.com and use code d-e-w-m-e for 10 percent off i was gonna ask if we can get a little bit more detailed on the different movements so that people can get a really good idea of like what the different stroke options are because you used some words that i'm not super familiar with um like undulation (laughs) oh yes so an, an undulation is like a full body roll so it's like your your body doing a wave except with the undulation with the hips, it's the hips doing a roll. So it's kind of like a curl up or it can be a curl down with the hips. And so for some people who have never like really done this kind of stuff, they're going to be like, this feels very weird. (laughs) Um, And so with that, like in, in curling the hips up, you're going to be, depending on what position you're in, you're stimulating either the front or the back wall. And with, curling down it's the same thing just depending on what position you're in and so having those as options 
just gives you more um more tools to play with to stroke those erogenous zones. Mm -hmm. And then um, with the circle, it's literally just circling the hips. And the thing is with these movements, I I like to classify them as macro and micro movements. So most of the time with shallow and mid stroke, it's going to be micro movements. So the hips aren't going to move in in, in an exaggerated way. The hips are going to move just, just, slightly because again you want to keep the head of the penis and like a little bit of the shaft like right below it inside so if you move in a macro movement you're going to pull out all the way and then have to reinsert and the thing about pulling out and reinserting is you bring air with that too and then the more air you're bringing in two things can happen one you can start to dry out the natural lubrication which just means you know have an extra bottle of lube by the bed or two they can cause air bubbles, which can turn into cramps, which feels like hell if you don't queef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you don't push the air out. But so many people with vaginas are embarrassed by the sound of queefing that even if the air is there, they won't try to push it out or they might not know how. And um, it can be really uncomfortable. So shallow, um, not shallow micro movements to small movements and then the macro or like the larger movements you typically come if you want to do a long stroke so a long stroke is like stroking to the bottom and then coming out towards the the opening but then going back in again so essentially the penis is the entire penis is being stimulated for the most part um and then the entire vaginal canal without removing or withdrawing completely Okay. First of all, I love that you said, if you don't queef, like it's something you should be doing because I appreciate that representation. How do you queef? How do you, side note, how do you like make it happen? So basically if there is, and see, you can queef during yoga. Like I, I queef during yoga all the time, certain positions, especially like in like a downward dog or like an upward dog or just like being in a position where like my booty is up and my chest is down, mm-hmm. my vagina automatically just opens up and captures air. And so when you queef, you just use your muscles to push out or like bear down and you push out and then it literally sounds like you're passing gas. And really you are because you're pushing air gas mm-hmm. out of the vagina because it literally only has one way to go, which is out. If it stays in, it's going to cause severe cramping. And so, um, Sometimes during sex, the penis can cause you to queef. So it'll kind of like hit those air pockets and like, mm-hmm. like burst them or whatever. But, you know, it's just a lot easier just to, to, to bear down and push it out. So you can just tell your partner, hold on for a second, pull out a little bit, <laughs> push it out. Because if they don't pull out, then you're going to be pushing against their, their penis. And they're going to be like, whoa, whoa, what's happening here? It's like, hold on. Or if it's right. like a dildo or a strap on, it just shoots across the room. <laughs> oh my God. Exactly. It could totally happen, yo. Like, <laughs> I love the power move of hold on, I got a queef. And then you make a fart sound at them and then you resume. You let them continue. I, <laughs> I love that more than most things. And I but had. But you know oh, what, though? Some. Some guys that I've had experiences with, like, it's a turn off for them because they're like, oh, I'm really getting this shit. Like, <laughs> they're like, I'm really doing it. I'm really doing it. Like, making that pussy fart. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> also, you just, you're pulling out too far, but cool. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to claim that as your own, <laughs> whatever's going to get us out of this. like, being close to the pelvis and pumping, too, mm. can create little pockets um air pockets too, you know, and like not only between your pelvis, but in the vagina. So like sometimes air just finds its way in there and it's like, mm, wait a minute, let me get this out. And you're right. It's definitely a power move, you know, and I will say this. I have never personally had sex with a person and I queefed and they were like turned off. It is oddly arousing <laughs> to a lot of people. <laughs> and also just having that kind of control over your body, you know, it's like, you know, that the pussy is responsive mm-hmm. because she can actually 
push this air out. So it was like, ooh, what other tricks do you got up this? <laughs> I can do magic. <laughs> Watch me grab this. <laughs> I can't tell this send card, it out. And now it's gone. <laughs> was this your card? Watch me make the condom disappear. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> yes, th- we talked about that last mm-hmm. time. I love <laughs> I had one more question. Did you have a question that you wanted to get to? Or can I Go talk ahead. over you? You can okay. talk over me. So I wanted to know if there were specific strokes that lent themselves better to a certain speed, or can we do all of these strokes at slow, medium, fast? Can you body roll really fast? <laughs> you were gonna say species and i was so offended this lizard hand over here i got my nails done and she said oh i love them you look like a lizard (laughs) she just looks reptilian (laughs) see tayomi has the same hand you guys look great you just look like you could climb some <laughs> if you had to. Anyways, you could, but, exactly. But breaking nails in the process, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're weapons. Yes. So with they, they are. It's funny because, like, side note, my ex-husband used to be so scared because I like I get almond shaped now, but I used to get stiletto like really long and pointy, and he used to be terrified. Like, don't touch me <laughs> <laughs> because he's like, those are weapons. And I don't trust you right now. <laughs> Ten of them. I just but paid anyway. for them. I just paid for them. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, um, I would say, you know, long strokes, good when they are slow. Because then you can also do the undulations and all of that. So going in deep and, like, curling it and then coming back out slow, great. If you're going to do short strokes, which are going to be deep and staying close to the pelvis, quick is is uh it's pretty good because you can you can deliver multiple strokes within a second either to the cervix or to the a or p spot depending on where your uh where the penis is like directed and then for shallow strokes like we said before it's going to be quick because no one no no shade but like no one wants to be stroked with just the just the tip slow it's like all right <laughs> What are we, what are we doing? What, no, I, I, I think that the first few strokes, just to get it wet and like, mm-hmm. you know, establish yourself can be slow, but then you quicken it. It doesn't have to be jackrabbit quick, but just quicker than slow. Cause again, no one's trying to sit there with just a tip, just being like painstakingly slow. It's just like, okay. <laughs> I'm bored. When did you get into that? You know, exactly. And then I would say that if you're going to the middle, which is underrated, I mean, most of the nerve endings in the vagina are in the beginning and the the end, near Mm -hmm. the cervix. But the middle is very good, too. Mm -hmm. And so mid-stroke would be like mid-speed. And then you can do your undulations towards the middle as well. Kind of hard to do undulations with shallow strokes. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be more like just in and out. And then maybe some circles you can do at the very beginning. Um, but the deeper you go, the more you'll be able to like really move the hips in different directions because you have more room to play with. Otherwise, you're just going to slip out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I feel like the middle speed is underrated because I feel like at least for my pleasure, consistency is key. But like, <laughs> if you're going yeah. at one speed for a minute or two, like it really starts to like get those nerves going. And like, I don't know, that's when it starts to feel really good for me. It's like fast and slow is good for like Mm -hmm. a way to mix it up. But I want you to know what you're doing at that middle speed, because that's where like the elongated pleasure comes Mm -hmm. for me at least. It's literally that like slow strokes kind of just slow things down and it kind of establishes like, Hey, we're getting into simulation. And then that mid stroke, maintains the stimulation so you speed up and you intensify the stimulation and the arousal but you kind of stay like on a plateau and then when you quicken it it just intensifies the stimulation more and kind of moves you a little deeper and closer to the climax so if you do want the sex to last longer also you know you know and got to like who's pussy is this it's like <laughs> if you if you really want us to respond, um, <laughs> one of my headphones came out. <laughs> if you really want us to respond positively to that and, and saying, it's your mid-stroke. <laughs> mid-stroke. <laughs> you know? Because the mid-stroke, you're literally in control of when this orgasm is going to happen because, like, 
you're literally just, it's like uh, putting a pot on the stove on like medium heat, not like all the way low, but just like medium heat or like on simmering. So it's like, you're just simmering it and letting that, letting that pleasure soak. Mm-hmm. And then you can intensify it and be like, move it closer <laughs> and then coming back. So it can literally turn into a tease. I don't feel like penis owners tease the pussy enough. That All is right, so it's true. Just like, mm-hmm. Let's just let's yeah. just beat it up so I can just get to this nut. Like, <laughs> tease I, me, please. It's so accurate. Make everything me beg you're for it. I love it. If you want a positive response to this question, <laughs> I saw. Um, a TikTok where they were like reading off like things, the cringy things that you heard in bed. And one girl was like, yeah. Um, I said like, Oh, whose pussy is this? And like, I wanted him to say like, it's mine, but he was like, Oh, it's yours. <laughs> like in the middle of sex, he's like, yeah, it's yours. I don't know. So that's also a response you don't want to get. <laughs> but, but you know what? How, in, how empowering is that though? It's like, I don't own it at all. I'm just borrowing it for the moment. It's really just yours. But that thank is, you for letting me be in here. Very sweet and feminist yeah. of him. But <laughs> oh, it's yours. It's yours. It is not it's mine. I'm just all yours. visiting. <laughs> Airbnb in this pussy. <laughs> There's another catchphrase. <laughs> Airbnb this pussy. <laughs> oh my god, I'm borrowing it for a night. Fuck. <gasps> okay. You go to your question. I know That's I talked over you earlier. You did, and now I'm forgetting. Okay, here was my question. So you've talked about different places to kind of aim in the vagina. So like the front, the back, towards the top, towards the bottom. Um, is there any place you should be aiming like when you're in a butt? All of the areas. Okay. <laughs> so excuse me. specifically, if you're having sex with a person with a vagina, remember that the vagina and the rectum are literally separated mm-hmm. by a thin but a very strong wall, right? Mm-hmm. So even in anal sex, you're stimulating the internal clitoris and the perennial sponge, which is also another erogenous zone. The strokes towards the vagina are going to stimulate the vagina and the clitoris and all that stuff. And then stroking towards the, the back is going to stimulate the, the back wall of the rectum, which... I don't know the science the science around how many nerve endings are back there, but I just know the anus itself has the second highest concentration of nerve endings outside of the clitoris, which is an interesting fact. So, um, yeah, just, and, like, if it is a person with a, a penis, um, <clears throat> a born penis that is uh, being penetrated, aiming for the prostate, is wonderful because that's the that's the male G spot. So mm-hmm. like having that curve up in is gonna really like hit that spot. So yeah, for vagina owners, it's like stimulate the whole thing. <laughs> it's like all in erogenous zone at that point. And of course, you know, relaxation is key. And the thing about the anus is like there is no bottom. You can just keep going. Oh, you know? my God. Um, this is why all the toys have a stopper at the end, so nothing gets lost. Yes. <laughs> What's the saying? Uh, no base, no without a base, without a trace. Mm. So always make sure you're plus have a base. Did you ever watch like those ER shows and there's always a person that comes in with something stuck up their ass? Yeah. Yo. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, these the, the, the things I have seen, and my sister's a nurse, and she has told me some horror stories, and I'm just like, yo, people have way too much time on their hands. Like, how do you get a whole Barbie doll up your ass? Like, I was I'm just really trying that. to figure this out. Why were we thinking this? I don't know. I don't know why I was thinking of that, but I definitely remember seeing like X-rays of shit like that. And Her tiny hands. That's what I'd be worried about <laughs> coming out. <laughs> Yeah, shoe so, getting lost. They're so sharp, right? Yeah. yeah. She was a pointy bitch. Like, <laughs> all of her edges were not nice. Ugh. Damn. At all. Okay, so always remember base in your butt. Um, what I'm asking now is, does size matter? Is Does it yes. matter with the motion, with the penetration, with what you're doing? Does size matter? Or is it about what you do? Size 
it's both size matters because, and I'll tell you, girth can present more of an issue than length. Um, because if your vagina isn't, um, as elastic and it's like tight because of like pelvic floor inconsistencies or like trauma or stress, then that girth, if you're not completely relaxed and you do some massaging, can feel a little painful. And then certain positions might not feel comfortable. Um, and then length is a whole other thing in itself where um, if the vaginal canal hasn't ballooned or like receded back towards the cervix because you're not as aroused as you can be, then you're only going to get so much of the length in if he's like above the average size, which is like five and a half inches. So um, certain positions can accommodate for uh, like more narrow penises. So any like positions where the legs are placed closer together, it kind of helps like to make things a snugger fit. And then when the legs are spread wider, it gives more access to the vagina, which can help with, um, with girthier or thicker penises. So it's always best to be mindful of that fact because every vagina is going to be shaped differently and have a different um, elasticity. And then every penis is going to be shaped differently too. So some are really straight. Some have curves up, down, left or right. Some, when they, when they become erect, they're like really hard to the point where there's no bend and like the sides are really rigid. So that penetration can feel kind of, um, kind of stabby or like if the penis has more of a point at the head, instead of like a bulbous kind of like a bell head, then that penetration can feel a little stabby. So being aware of these things is really important because it's going to tell you what kind of stroke you're going to be able to use. That's going to feel pleasurable and unfortunately, it's going to take some experimentation, which can lead to sometimes like your partner feeling uncomfortable. But if you pay attention to body language and if you check in, then you'll have an awareness of, you know, which strokes work, which ones don't. And then um, which positions would work best with certain strokes, because maybe in like the face to face or like missionary positions, um, cert a certain stroke may not feel comfortable, but then you get turned to the side or like to the back and it feels completely different. So just being mindful, like size does matter. You know, genitals are like puzzle pieces. Sometimes they fit together perfectly and it's a beautiful picture. Sometimes there's a mismatch and you have to just figure it out. I know in school, they're like, it doesn't fit. You can't put that piece there. But with sex, literally, we're defying all the things we were taught in, like, preschool and kindergarten, right, when it comes to, like, a square and a round peg. Like, sometimes it's literally like that, and you have to make accommodations. So go forth and be mindful. Mm -hmm. I like that you said yes and gave an explanation as to why, because it does matter. But that doesn't mean that there's a hierarchy of what's better or mm -hmm. not. But you should be mindful. It's not. You know, work with it. You know what's interesting? I've I did a poll. I've done a poll a few times on my Twitter page about size for um, people with vaginas, and I was like, "Hey, what size do you prefer?" And most people said like five to seven inches. That was like, and that's like average range and a little bit above average, right? So like, there's this there's this idea because of porn culture that every woman just wants a big penis. It has to be like a Godzilla dick, you know, <laughs> so that you can destroy her pussy. You know, it's like, no, some people actually like average sizes because you can do more. Mm -hmm. You know, when you start getting longer and thicker, it's like, ooh, okay. You're We're having extra exercises. Yeah. stretch. <laughs> exactly like you're, you're literally preparing your pussy for impact. <laughs> and, um, and some people just can't take it. And so knowing what size works for you and knowing how to accommodate is great. But guys always get so bent out of shape with this whole the size matter thing. I'm like, bruh, it's in the Kama Sutra. <laughs> like, it's in, it's in all of the ancient texts that speak about sex and give training about sex. 
it talks about penis and vagina size and how there has to be a perfect fit in order for lovers to both be enjoying themselves. I mean, Taoist matchmakers in China would literally use facial mapping and like hands to determine like the shapes of genitals so that they could match and pair up partners. <laughs> so it's just interesting Whoa. how back, back, back in the day that was happening, but now mm. we're just like, oh, it just has to be big dicks only. It's yeah. like, no, it's not just big dicks. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I had no idea. I would love yeah. someone to pair me up with a perfect dick. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know what I found out? I found out through uh, reading these, this Taoist uh, manual by Nantak Chia, Sexual Reflexology, they always like, this is myth, right? Oh, if a man has big feet, he has a big dick, right? <clears throat> it's not the feet. It's, it's the, the hands. hands. Is, it, is it this? The thumb. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to thumb wrestle everyone that I have bigger than me. So. I have a bigger dick than you. I think you have a bigger dick. <laughs> I, I love, I've always loved hands, but when I found this out, I was like, yo, this is wild. Like, the shape of the thumb literally mimics the shape of the penis. And, like, when I first found this out, oh. I'd be like, hey, show me your thumb. And then I would, like, put their thumb up next to their penis, like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's about, about right. right. Yours is stubby. <laughs> My, I would have a, I have to have a short little fat one, which I guess works for that's some. That's special too. That's special. It too. works very well. But, Listen, the, the short the short tubs, the short tubs are underrated. I don't feel like they get enough flowers. <laughs> the short tubs can do a lot. Okay, that that first two inches, man. I'm telling you, and then just different positions that can be put in because there are studies that have shown that like women prefer girth over length. It's, it's the girth for most of us where I say a number of us. So the thumb, the thumb is it. So start looking at thumbs. And then I think there was something about like the length of the nose, mm-hmm. having something to do with like the shape of the penis. It's, it's so interesting, but the book is called sexual reflexology by Montak Chia. Is there anything that says something about vaginas? Like anything that you can look at on a person? <laughs> their vagina, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, their vagina. <laughs> so with the nose, uh, no, no, no. With the eyes, it's like how wet your eyes are will determine like the wetness of the vagina. And then um, <laughs> the shape of your lips and the size of your lips mirrors the size of your lips below. And then there was some other like things in there on the the length of the vagina. I forget exactly which part of the body determined that, but there's like literally this whole chapter on on facial mapping and body mapping to kind of tell like what's what. And it gets really fun because you get to like look at yourself and then go and make your examinations and be like, oh my god. <laughs> it's either going to be true or it's not going to be true. You know what I mean? But I was that's, just like, no. That's so fun. That is so fun. Don't look at my lips. I'm not. Stop looking at them. Looking at your nose to see how big your penis is. <laughs> <laughs> looking at your nose. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I have like a middle school sex ed question box type of question that I think I asked Emma yeah. a while ago and I don't remember what you told me. Can you put like... <laughs> Can you penetrate with testicles? <laughs> like, could you put testicles in a vagina? And is that something uh, that people do? Like a coin purse. <laughs> Just like a you know what? I am pretty sure there's a porn out there with that happening. Okay. Like, directed it. Pretty sure. I, I wouldn't ask this um, question. I've, I've never seen it. But, I mean, if people can fit a full fist inside of a vagina... I don't see why balls can't fit in. I would like to see it. Um, I would like to see it happen. I just don't know how comfortable that would be for the penis owner, well, though. I just think about, like, stuffing something in. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, having to, like, like keep chubby stuffing. bunny, but yeah. for your vagina. <laughs> I, just, I was going to say, the vagina's pretty strong, so I don't know if the balls, like, will be able to handle the pressure you know, also, how deep could they actually the go? life out of you? I guess it depends on how long. They yeah, stretch. I was going to say that. And would they have to go in that, like vertically, 
or would they go in together as a team? <laughs> hand in hand. You know <laughs> hand in hand. As a couple. I, I think like experimenting with that would be balls first. Like balls, balls first and only. Because trying to put the entire shaft plus the ball. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, that would be terrifying. It would just be so odd. But like <laughs> you'd be yeah, halfway that's not what I was picturing as a human being. <laughs> I didn't even think about that option. Yeah, I'm thinking like but, tea bag style. Yeah, I was gonna say tea bag style. That would be interesting and it probably could happen. It's just it just the texture though. The texture reminds mm. me of like the gummy worm. Like, you know, when guys are just like, let me just get inside first and I'll get hard. It's like, yes. Who told you that? Who told you that? Who You're fibbed? not going to do that. He was fibbing and telling lies out here. I don't want this. I hate that shit. It's so much friction. It's so uncomfortable. It's just like. And then they're like kind of shy. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, it's like, like squish. It's like feeding it in. <laughs> oh, let me just round this out. <laughs> Right, and they're trying to like rub it up against the vulva. Like, let me yeah. just—it's just, it's just such an, just stop. It's please. not working for me. It's more. We are more than fine to stop, but please don't ever touch me with that again, like that. <laughs> don't ever do that. It's to so me annoying. Again. Like, let's oh just let me just suck it. Let, let me just suck it. Suck put it in any other orifice. Yeah, you can put it in my mouth, but dear God, stop putting it in my vagina. <laughs> I don't even think about going near my anus with that thing. Yeah. Like, it's not going to work. I won't let that in. It would just start folding. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen that TikTok where that person, like, mimics things getting crushed? Yes. It would just fall into a heap at the bottom of your butt. Exactly. Basically, it's going to be like that. Just, mm-hmm. just pressing up against the outside the entire time. It's like, okay, this cool. Thing. If that's is what's getting working? you going. Is it working for Some you? And then they ask you, did you come? Yeah. As their penis is sitting in a heap at the bottom of your butt. Absolutely, I did. Twice over, actually. <laughs> Absolutely, now leave. In, in the words of Meg the Stallion, I did not come, boy, if you had to ask me. Mm-hmm. Okay? Don't. Like, I mean, it's funny because, like, uh, shout out to May being masturbation May. And I was getting myself pleasure on. Um, I think, like, we've gotten so used to toys that we forget our fingers are, like, so magical. And so I was using my fingers and also, like, a glass dildo. And at the point of orgasm, I could literally feel the shaft of my clitoris pulsating and I could also feel it internally right going like firing off do 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 so I was like yo this is literally happening on the dick mm-hmm. <laughs> if you do not feel that happening okay or something of the sort some, some ripples some shivers or something there is no orgasm happening so why are you asking the question like clearly either you've never felt that before and it's why you're asking or you just were completely just like out of your mind to the point where you didn't notice it. But I think it's the latter. Like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> or it was the worst <laughs> orgasm in human history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is no <laughs> orgasm at all. Like, <laughs> but like sex can feel really good even without reaching an orgasm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's fun because like you're connecting with your partner and you're burning calories. Like I straight up bought this Fitbit. <laughs> for the cowgirl workout, but also for sex. So like I was turning on to see where my heart rate is at, like where it's peaked and then um, how many calories I've burned. Fucking love this thing. But like you're burning calories too, even if you're not reaching an orgasm. So, you know, I always say it's about pleasure over orgasm. And that's one of the issues with like penetrative sex is it's just the idea that we're doing this to come. We're doing this to reach an orgasm. And it's like, yes, that's great. And penetrative sex can be used as an internal massage or a massage for both genitals. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe an orgasm doesn't happen, but just being able to connect with your partner and just feel feel that sensation can be enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that as a person who has orgasms regularly. So... <laughs> <laughs> For people who've never experienced it, it's not enough for them because they're just like, I want to feel it at least one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love to have a penetrative orgasm. I still never have. And maybe with your oh, stroke gosh. techniques, 
someone could help. Stroke techniques. <laughs> and also like relaxation is required. Mm-hmm. Like you don't notice it until you become mindful of the fact that like you're not 100% relaxed when you're having sex. Especially like if you have had previous experiences where penetration was uncomfortable or if you do live with chronic pain in your body um, in any capacity, whether that is from like um, gynecological issues with like endometriosis or fibroids or cysts or, you know, anything like that. Or if you've had like birth trauma or just like trauma in general, because we hold a lot of that in our pelvises. And so you can feel it on other parts of your body, like your arms are tense or like your legs are tensed up because you're trying to brace for impact sometimes. And so when you're not completely relaxed, it's difficult for that orgasm to be reached internally. And then too, like if your partner, if you haven't been stimulated up to the point where your internal clitoris is completely erected, it's going to be a little more difficult to reach that internal orgasm. And so, because all you're doing is literally stimulating the clitoris from the inside. Mm -hmm. That's all you're doing with penetrative sex and so um, with a vagina owner. So Sometimes it's a matter of, so it's a matter of relaxation, being 100% present, deep breathing, and then the right type of stimulation. And it's like the average sex time is about 10 minutes. Takes the entire clitoris anywhere from 20 to 45 minutes to become fully erected. So if you're rushing through the outer course, AKA foreplay, going straight in, like, let's just, let's just get it in, <laughs> then, you know... It's not enough because by the mm-hmm. time you finally get warmed up, they are about to come and you're like, no, wait, hold it, <laughs> hold it. Anymore. <laughs> That's when you queef or you try and queef and then that'll hold it in. Imagine taking a break, looking at the calories you've burned, queefing, and then being ready to get back to it. Let like, me start my workout. You just owned it. You owned the room at that point. <laughs> You've peaked. You've peaked. Definitely You've me peaked. with like my best partner because we have sex like at least for 90 minutes and it feels like a ritual and I love it. And we take breaks like we'll smoke a J, we'll have our first session, we'll take a break and drink some water because a lot of fluids being exchanged and like eat some snacks and we may take a nap and then we'll go back at it again. Um, but I, I definitely like as I'm riding dick a lot of times, I'm like looking at my Fitbit, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that uh, so much. I'm gonna start wearing my watch um all the times that I have sex currently. I'm telling is... you, so you can get your steps oh. up. What? So I can what? Get your steps I know. get your steps up. I like... Close my rings. <laughs> <laughs> what if you can close like, oh, all yeah. of your rings right when you orgasm? That would be so cool because my goal. watch does this like thing when all my rings close. So if that happened at the same time that my clit was also something doing to aim for. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have stress. goals. It's good to have goals, Em. Oh, thank you awful. so much. God, we covered so much. Um, where can our listeners continue to connect with you after the episode? Of course, you can find me on Instagram at real glamazon tayomi and you can find me on twitter at glamazon tayomi and on youtube at glamorotica 101 and from all of those sources you can find me in the places where i live um in my coaching containers so yeah just follow me there reach out and let's connect and thank you for the feedback on the stroke class because i was i, I was like i always teach things and i'm like is this landing like is this gonna work is this working for them? It landed. Um, and so it feels really good to heal to hear that. He is it, it landed. <laughs> it landed. He loved it. He definitely learned so much. And the other day I like, you know, when we were prepping questions and stuff, I was like, you know, what do you think we should ask? I'm like, what did you learn? And he went and demonstrated on the bed, like against the bed. It was this like most genuine <laughs> and like vulnerable moment I think I've ever witnessed from another person. But he was oh, like, Yeah. Me. So instead of doing this, you do this. And then he like circled yeah. his hips. <laughs> So oh, he I learned. You know what else you can do like no one's fucking business? Fuck. 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 You can fuck. When people see me, they're like, she fucks. <laughs> that girl fucks. <laughs> yeah. She fucks. She fucks. <laughs>
That girl loves dick. Oh my gosh. No, Tayomi's like lower me. voice when I she's know. talking in like her masculine voice. I fucking love it. It's so funny. I'm gonna beat that pussy up. <laughs> That's true. That's how it feels. Yeah. When they say that, it just feels like a monster. It's not sexy. What was that? You can cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I was trying to pretend like my arm was coming. If you could hit our table less. <laughs> what is the <laughs> Demogorgon? That's what you're oh, yeah. me of. Reptilian. Reptilian Demogorgon hand. Yeah. Um, thank you, <laughs> Tayomi, for blessing our podcast another time. And thank you to our listeners. Also, I had an idea, and I it's not my personal idea, but I saw it on TikTok, and it was like, this is a sign to, and I know you already have thought you're going to hit me. I don't know. I'm this sorry. This is a sign to hit Emma. <laughs> <laughs> hit her. It's a sign to get Yeehaw tattooed in red ink on your ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I love that. So if anybody wants to do it with me. Yeehaw. If you didn't already have so much writing on your ass. I have writing on Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I couldn't do that. You have no more room. I have a novel <laughs> on my body. I have the Bible. I just love <laughs> written on I my love ass. Word tattoos. I feel like that's I know. all I'm going to end up getting because I just love word tattoos on my body. Just words. <laughs> just Literature just turns words. me on. <laughs> <laughs> Read me a novel and smack my ass. Read my body like a damn novel. <laughs> all right, let's go to your part. Now. Sorry for keep hitting the table. Looking at you. Um, Bad table. Let's go to my part. Bad table. Stop. Everybody hated that. (laughs) Everybody. Anyways, head on over to Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. Honey, do me. I don't care what you want to leave as an emoji. Something that you would stroke with. (laughs) Something you would stroke with. That's just a surprise to us. That's just up to you. Um, And also share this episode with somebody that you care about. You want to stroke. That you want to (laughs) stroke, that you want to be stroked by, that like you think could use some stroking info. Yeah. Yeah. Just share it. Share the fuck out of it. (laughs) Just like that. Just spread it and jizz it to the world. Cum shots. Cum shots. I will say, so if you haven't listened to our cum shots episode, that's another thing you're slacking on. But I started out by saying cum shots, and my mom called me and said, I've never been prouder of you. <laughs> so that's amazing. There's that. Uh, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. We love you. We love you. We love to see you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>